Hello, and welcome to Pass the Ox, a music discussion podcast. This is episode 19, and we're recording on August 10th, 2022. Today we are talking about the Fellowship album, The Saberlight Chronicles. It just came out on July 13th, less than a month ago. Uh, so we are really on the ball this time, for once. Um, <laughs> for <once>. and <laughs> Yeah, I think that's um, pretty much it. Um for the little intro, although I did want to add, um, we've been doing um, two episodes per month in the summer, but um, this is the last one that's going to be part of that. Uh, starting September, it's just going to be one per month again, um, because school is starting in a couple weeks. And busy bees. We are going to be busy little people. Bees. Um, bees, not right. People. Sorry, we are not people. <laughs> Just want to clarify, this is yeah. not a um, human human <laughs> podcast. Yes, everyone listening just hears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Exactly. Um. Okay. So I guess we'll just start out like um general thoughts. How did you feel about this? I thought it was freaking epic. <laughs> like, I think epic is a perfect word to describe it. Yeah. It's like. Uh. Yeah. Epic. Like. It really makes me think of, like, MMOs. <laughs> um, yes. It's very fantasy video game-like. It made me, like, I don't know. It made me think back to, like, in high school when I had my World of Warcraft things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, when I was, like, 12 and watched Sword Art Online. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so it was kind of, like, nostalgic in a way, but really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's been, like, really comforting getting into power metal. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I mentioned when we did um, a previous discussion that um, I've been, like, really into it the past, like, month or two. Um, And I think that's, like, part of it. There is, like, a nostalgic element Mm because I was always really into fantasy stuff as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still enjoy those stories now, but it's not, like, my main um, favorite thing anymore. Yeah. So I think, like, there definitely is an element of nostalgic appeal to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think, kind of like you said, it's just, like, really epic sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially this album in particular, um, but also a lot of other power metal albums, they have a very, like, positive vibe to them. Yeah. Because um, even, like, if there are darker moments, um, it's, like, always, like, a triumphant story. And there's yeah. usually also an element of, like, um, companionship um finding Aww. yourself like things like that yeah um, so a very wholesome genre for the most part yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i've got a little background on the band um so, so this is their Bandcamp bio it says fellowship are a power metal band from harwich in england our aim is to make classic Guitari power metal in a way that doesn't make us cringe too hard. Also, we dress like hobbits, so it's not going too well. Hopefully, the music makes up for the silly costumes. Aww, that's uh, and, cute. Yeah. The band is comprised of four people. Matthew Corey does the vocals. Sam Brown does guitar. Brad Wasco also does guitar. And Cal Tuffin does drums. Mm-hmm. And um, I also got a little snippet from their website on their About page. Uh, It says, taking on the subject of mental health at a time in our lives where we all need to pick me up, the album tells a mythical story of self-worth, self-discovery, and the quest for courage, all through songs so catchy you'll be singing along on the very first listen. Hmm. 
which I would say is pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the songs are very catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also pulled a couple of little things from reviews online. Um, so this was commented on a Reddit thread and the Power Metal subreddit. Uh, and the user is Toymaster. Um, and they said, it's been a long time since an album swept me off my feet like Saberlight Chronicles did. Phenomenal song start to finish. Just an absolute bliss to listen to. Bathe in the positive and feel good vibes. And I mean that in the absolute best way I can and enjoy the harmonies. This yeah. is absolutely going to run on repeat for the next few days at least. I'm calling it now. This is and will be my album of the year. Uh, for their first full-length album, this is a hell of a milestone. Hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was a really nice review. Um, yeah. And then I did see a couple other people kind of criticizing, like, um, um, just, like, the sound mixing on the album, particularly saying that the vocals are, like, a little bit, like, too soft on some of the tracks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have that experience personally, but I'm not, like, super... Um, super knowledgeable or super particular about like sound quality and the music that I listen to. Um, I but oh, yeah, like, go ahead. Oh, I feel like I'm like kind of perceptive to that, but it didn't really like bother me at all in any of the tracks. I didn't really notice it like sticking out, but um, it is, I feel like a valid criticism if some people notice that because it'll actually like help them like make to like take their music like up a little notch for the next time like I think it's actually like helpful criticism which is cool yeah exactly yeah it's not just saying like oh this sucks yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but overall it was like a pretty positive reception from what I saw Mm -hmm. um especially a lot of power metal fans were calling it like either the top three albums of the year or like their number one of the year whoa Um, yeah so it's been very well received which I'm glad to see um there's also a companion novella which i did not get to read um but it's available on their website and it's just like a a, like a google drive file that you can download so it's completely free on their website it was written by matthew corey who is the um vocalist of the band and um, their website is fellowshipmetal.com so if you're interested in that you can find it um if it had been like 20 pages i would have read it um but it, I think it was like it was like almost 200 pages or something. God damn. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think it's super awesome that like they have that and um, you can kind of have like more lore to the album if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do hope to read it someday. I just don't know um, when that will be. Um, today. Yeah. <laughs> today. Right now. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Read it aloud for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I wanted to mention that. And the last thing before we get into the individual tracks, there is a Japanese bonus track. It's not currently like on any U.S. streaming services. Um, It's called The Frozen Land. It may be like on YouTube or like available somewhere online, um, somewhere illegally, probably. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope maybe one day we'll be able to hear that um, Mm -hmm. legally (laughs) (laughs) because I have not heard it, but I'm sure it's good. Yeah, so any other um, comments before we get into the first track? I think I'm ready to jump right into it, if you are. All right. I'm always <laughs> ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first track is Until the Fires Die. This is one of my favorites on the album. Hmm. Um, I think it's a really good opener, like as far as the sound and the vibe. 
Um, it's also really cool that it has like the band name in the chorus. So it kind of feels like it's like their like intro song. Mm-hmm. It's like their like WWE walkout music, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it also has, I mean, there are quite a few instrumental passages throughout the album, but this song in particular has a few, which kind of is nice because it feels like the whole band is like each getting a turn in the mm-hmm. spotlight yeah. for this one particular song, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then I have a few lyrics that I wanted to point out. Um, I like that they kind of set up um, from the beginning. Um, he says, like, I'll take you on a hero's journey. Um, and I like that they just set that up because it just tells you, like, the kind of, like, vibe you're in for, that there is, like, a narrative element to the album. Um, although you don't, like, you don't. I feel like you don't have to um, pay attention to that to enjoy the songs because mm-hmm. um, the lyrics are not like super specific in terms of like plot or characters or anything mm-hmm. but there is like definitely an emotional arc to it I would say um, and also it kind of makes me think of the whole like the typical structure for the hero's journey which is um, it's just kind of like nice to have that um, mm-hmm. as a little reminder there mm-hmm. um, and then I also really like the lyric there's more than magic in these stories which is really cool. I just like the phrasing of that. Like, there's more than magic, which is cool. Like, because um, it's like already something to say. Like, there's magic in them, but it's like not only that, but there's also more. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I feel like. And then I really yeah. like um, conjure up intentions and will bind them to your soul, um, mm. which is in the pre-chorus. I think that's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. And then I also have the chorus. Um, wait a minute. This is not the chorus. Never mind. <laughs> I thought I had the chorus, but it's not. Um, Come with me. Our scars ignite the fire within us as they did for all the fabled few who scare the tapestry. So stand with me and watch the coal that stokes the story as my memorial to memories of days like these. Uh, I don't fully understand like what kind of visual is going on there, uh-huh. but I think it's a really cool, like I like the wordplay that's in there with mm-hmm. like some, there's some alliteration uh, mm-hmm. like stokes the story and memorial to memories mm-hmm. um so i just like the way that that sounds even though i don't fully know what it's actually saying yeah awesome. yeah. yeah what did you think about this one this one i wrote down that like the beginning of it like the way it starts it kind of reminds me of like snowden town from undertale <laughs> like mm-hmm. to me it almost sounded like a little like power metal cover of it in the very beginning and it was like it made it like sound really sweet to me so I also like this one a lot and is this one that you played when we have like share played before yes it was yeah so I also like recognize it a little more than the other songs so I was like oh yeah yay. yeah <laughs> yeah I love that little opening I don't know if it's like marimba or like glockenspiel or like yeah. what it is but I love that little like twinkly yeah. intro part it it's reminded cool. me so much of undetail <laughs> like yeah I mean you know yeah yeah it's very possible because they seem like pretty nerdy guys and i say that like in a positive way it's very possible fucking dorks (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so it's very possible that it's an intentional reference um but it also may not be yeah um yeah so track two is atlas this is like um um i definitely enjoy this song while it's on but i don't feel like it's like anywhere near my like favorites of the album Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't really have a lot to say about this one. Um, mm-hmm. the main thing was that it is the first, um, use of the album of like the phrase worthy and mm-hmm. just introducing that idea of like the narrator wanting to be worthy 
um, mm-hmm. and wanting to find that self-worth. Yeah. Uh, that's like really the only thing that I wrote down about this one. Um, I just wrote down one lyric that I liked that said, I'm something ancient, I'm something yet to be. Because mm-hmm. I just like like the freaking what's the word? Uh like the paradox in that like yeah ancient, like you've existed like forever, but then also like you don't exist yet. Which is mm-hmm. like facts, you know? But, yeah. like, <laughs> no, but like I think it's interesting that they're saying that they're like something that existed a long time ago and there's something that's gonna exist in the future. But Mm -hmm. they don't bring up existing, like, right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, which is, um, I mean, not to get too deep with it, but I feel like that's how most people live their lives. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if that was, like, an intentional reference to, like, mental health. But, like, of course, like, living in the present moment is better for your mental health. Um, And mental health is an important aspect to this album. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if maybe that's representative of, like, you know, the starting place of the journey, like, you're living in the past and the future but not in the present or yeah. maybe it's just like a cool phrase that they came up with yeah man they should yeah. listen they should totally listen to the moment by Damon Paul. <laughs> 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 well either way as an eldritch being i can relate <laughs> yeah as a thingy of the woods <laughs> <laughs> as cthulhu himself I yes can <laughs> Yeah, um, track three is Glory Days. I really love um, the instrumental intro and also the melodies all over this song. They are so sticky and so fun. Um, I really like those parts. Um, and there are also a couple of lyrical moments that I really like. If only I could see the dawn beyond the shadows cast. I think that's pretty clearly like a mental health thing mm-hmm. um, about like living in a state where you can't like see outside of your mental or emotional state Mm -hmm. um and then i also like the line souls burn best with spite um Mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting to me uh what do you make of that um like i just have that line yeah like what i mean just like what do you think of it in general Mm. souls burn best with spite i feel like there's definitely some truth to it like I feel like sometimes, like, well, I haven't really experienced this, to be honest, myself. But, like, when I've, like, talked to my friends and stuff, sometimes they'll mention that, like, sometimes, like, they feel like the only thing that's keeping them going or, like, motivated is literally spite. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like maybe that could be a reference to that kind of thing. Like, sometimes literally the only thing to keep you going and, like, give you the will to do stuff is just to, like, say fuck you to someone or something that like has been negative in your life so I don't know maybe it could be something with that but yeah yeah I wasn't really sure like what to um make of that so I, that's why I kind of wanted to ask your opinion um but yeah I could see that being a um, interpretation of that um and then the other thing I really like about this song is I like that in the bridge um the chorus is sung an octave lower it's just a nice touch like it kind mm-hmm. of separates um like the bridge um from the other choruses around it and it also like makes the final chorus feel more epic when you like come back up from that um Mm -hmm. so yeah i like that song (laughs) (laughs) did you have anything else to add about that one um for that one i just wrote down that the it just felt like particularly fairy tale fantasy to me Mm -hmm. and um 
it really like this one in particular really made me think of like MMO RPG mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, but yeah, that's all I wrote down for that one. Yeah, and then now uh, track four, Oak and Ash. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is my favorite song in the album. Um, this is the first one. Um, I don't know if it's the first one that I heard, but it's definitely the first one that I fell in love with from the album. Um, Because it wasn't the first single, but it was the second or third Uh single for the album. And so I heard this one like when it shortly after it came out. And then I think I went back and listened to the other singles. Uh Um, And that was when I was like, okay, I'm so happy that this album comes out in like one week or two weeks or however long it was. Because I was like, I cannot wait. Yeah. You're like, I'm a fellow chip. (laughs) (laughs) That was the day that I became a fellowship fan. For sure. Um, I really like the lyrics of this song. And I mean, that chorus, like, I think it's got to be one of the best, like, power metal choruses of all time. <laughs> that chorus, though. <laughs> that chorus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Um, so the chorus says, here I stand. I've got my heart in hand. It's made of oak and ash. Someone tell me, am I worthy? Be at peace. Please help my heart release all of this anxiety. Someone tell me, am I worthy? And I mean, that melody, like the lyrics, it's just mm-hmm. like a perfect chorus. It's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And I also like this other section of lyrics. I'm halfway to a hero, halfway coward I've become. Now I've grown to this repose to author all the days enclosed as those I cannot change unless I change my soul. All my hopes, they burden me to give away the very hope that drives my self-belief. If I don't ask the question, then I'm questioning the need. Oh, no one's ever needed strength like me. And I love, like, all of the wordplay in this passage. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a little bit of alliteration and, like, rhyming um, and, like, repetition. And it just all, like, really works for me. I think it's really cleverly written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think of this one? Um, I also wrote down that I liked this one a lot. And, like, I think that's the only one. Well, there's this one and one other one that I, like, specifically wrote down. Like, I like this one a lot. So, yeah, (laughs) it's probably also one of my favorites from the album. Um, and I liked the lyric, do I admit the light within is dim at its core? But it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like super like deep or anything. It's like pretty like, uh, clearly like mental health stuff, but I just liked how it was worded. Yeah. Um, and I liked like the questioning. It's like, do I say anything or not? Cause like, that's always me. I'm like, is it even worth bringing it up? Yeah. You know? But, um, and then. I also just wrote down that I really like that part from the chorus too. Like, can someone tell me am I worthy? Because like, that's the first time that like I feel like it's really like, um, like it was mentioned in that in the other song, but I feel like in the song because it was like in the chorus so like much, it like really drove home that point of the yeah. person questioning if they're worthy. So I like that too. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm, I love that song. Um. Mm-hmm. Track five is Hearts Upon the Hill. Uh, I really like this passage here. Come glory, honor, and destiny. Um, Not only do I like the lyrics, I also like the melody. (laughs) Come glory, honor, and destiny. We stand up to fight. We hear the crash of hearts upon the hill. Unleash the cries of all that's within us. So comes the day we forge another storm and triumph in the end of things. I really like the melody of this chorus. It gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, and then the other quote that I have from this one is, home can be anywhere our feet belong, which is just like a really nice thought. It's like, That's cute. yeah, like home, home can be anywhere. Like you can make your, you can make any, any place a home. It can be even a person or like a experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anywhere your feet belong. <laughs> yeah. Woo. It's kind of like either like ramping up to a fight or like it is a fight itself. Yeah. I'm not completely sure. Um, I guess like given that the next song is called Scars and Shrapnel Wounds, like this could be like, and this one is Hearts Upon the Hill, like just title wise, I think this one could be the fight. And then the next song is like in the aftermath of that battle. Um, so moving on to that song, Scars and Shrapnel Wounds. So there's a Bob Dylan reference um, in the opening part of this song um, when they talk about, like, how many roads must a man walk down, mm-hmm. um, which is a reference to the song Blown in the Wind. Because um, Bob Dylan literally says, like, how many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man or something like that? Mm. Um, or not before you can, but before you do call him a man. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was an interesting reference. Like, I... Didn't expect to hear a Bob Dylan lyric and mm-hmm. <laughs> used in a power metal song, mm-hmm. um, but it was cool. Um, and I feel like, I mean, it may not be an intentional reference, but I feel like it would have to be because I'm like, everybody knows Blowing in the Wind. Like, that's such a... Um, yeah, everybody. <laughs> especially the two people on this podcast. Yeah, especially <laughs> me in particular, of course. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, not everybody, but I feel like it's a a really, like, widely known song, uh-huh. especially um, it's used a lot in, like, protest spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and then I also like the passage, there's always things that scream at me from the darkness, and the battles fought for love are getting harder every day, but I wouldn't change this destiny if you asked me, which is just a really nice thought, because it's, like, it's acknowledging that things are difficult but still like embracing that and mm-hmm. saying that like I I know that I'm going to come out on the other side of this and I wouldn't like trade this journey for anything mm-hmm. which is just a really nice thought yeah yeah so what did you um think about this one this one um I wrote down that I <laughs> That I really liked the first like few lines in the song, and I did had not have any clue that they were a reference to. <laughs> <laughs> but I I liked it. I liked the part too, where like after that first line, where they say this one's already too much. Um, I don't know why oh, I just liked it a lot. Um, and then yeah, I I like the idea that it's like, like you were mentioning, like even though what's happening right now is like really difficult and it's probably gonna leave you with um scars and shrapnel wounds <laughs> it's still like worth it to like get through it because like in a way like i don't know just thinking about the themes of like the album it can kind of like prove to yourself that like you're like enough to like be there for yourself to get through difficult things Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is like reference. I don't remember in what song, but like there's another line in a song that kind of like enforces that idea too, that I remember. Um, and like, uh, I forgot what I was saying in the middle of saying it, but yeah, that's my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's definitely like I feel like a lot of respect for, um, like growth in general throughout this album, and acknowledging that like, um like painful experiences like it's okay to acknowledge that they are painful and to not like enjoy them Mm -hmm. but also to recognize that like you can you can discover like strength within yourself that that you didn't know you had or you weren't sure if you had um and also you can you can just like learn a lot about yourself and Mm -hmm. learn a lot of like valuable skills about like loving yourself 
um, and valuing yourself through those difficult times, which is a really nice message. Yeah, I think it's, like, really refreshing, honestly, because, like, I'm looking at the lyrics right now, too, and, like, um, the part that says, and the battles fought for love are getting harder every day, but with just one wish to use, this life would be the one thing that I'd wish would never end. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's so refreshing to see someone be like, God damn, this shit just keeps getting worse, but I would never want it to, like, end because I know it's, like, gonna get better or whatever. Because I yeah. feel like it's, like, really common, not just, like, in, like, media, but in, like social mindset i guess that like it's like man life fucking sucks like this shit is so hard i just wish it would like stop but like so it's kind of refreshing to hear like perspective like you know like this is hard but i'm just happy to be here you know what i mean yeah for sure yeah yeah it's a really nice um it just like brings you a nice feeling when you're listening to it um and reading it as well yeah um track seven is the hours of winter time uh, i really like um these two stanzas here um take my arms and my shield and instead this life will i wield now i'll gild my battles with chrome all the glory best earned alone take my love in my hands broken justly and damned to align with destiny's trust and to grind that fate back to dust um, and then i also really like in the chorus where it says and so i swear by hours of winter time i'll stay um, it's just like a nice, a nice thought because it kind of feels like to me, um, like they're almost at a breaking point, but they're deciding like, like no, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, take my own life. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, and then also those two stanzas that I read before, I think there's like a lot to unpack there, because mm-hmm. um, this is kind of like, um, well, there's actually a lot of mentions of like destiny and fate throughout the album um but it's kind of used in a non-typical way for like a fantasy story uh which i'll talk more about in the next couple songs um particularly in i think it's avalon maybe um which is the closing track but yeah i have a few more notes about that so um i just wanted to mention that it does come up here um talking Mm -hmm. about grinding fate back to dust Mm um and I also do think this part is interesting. Take my arms and my shield and instead this life will I wield. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're almost saying like, like they're choosing like a peaceful method of fighting. It seems yeah. like to me, like instead of trying to fight like, like fire with fire or like darkness yeah. with darkness, they're saying yeah. like, instead of like using the methods of darkness against darkness, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, be a source of light i'm going to be like positive yeah um i don't know that kind of thing is what i was kind of getting from that yeah i agree yeah um did you have any other thoughts on this track oh boy did i (laughs) (laughs) well okay well i wrote down this one like lyric that is like what makes me strongest today and like Mm. i thought it was like at first I was like hmm, that's like worded kind of weirdly you know like mm-hmm. what makes me strong is today but then I like thought of it differently like what makes me strong is today like I can't just like give up and like walk out on my life today because like the thing that I have to get through that's gonna make me a stronger person for getting through it is happening today so like mm-hmm. I gotta be here in my life for today to happen so I can like 
be an even stronger, better person after it. And it makes me kind of feel like, um, like the sentiment of like feeling grateful for being able to experience anything at all. Like mm-hmm. I got a freaking consciousness somehow. I ended up being like a creature that has self awareness or whatever, or mm-hmm. <laughs> whose ego tells it the narrative that it does. <laughs> so like it's like wow. I don't know. It's kind of cool and like refreshing and positive and sweet and. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote down that I, d- I just liked how this was worded and I thought it sounded kind of like poetic on its own here, but just the lyric star grows cold in the heat. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really liked that and I thought it sounded pretty. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Track eight is Glint. This one is like, it seems to be a fan favorite. Um, and I, there's one part in particular that I really like about this song, um, But first, (laughs) there is this other quote that I like as well. Blaze in the pyres of a destiny that calls to the warriors who never needed destiny at all. Um, Which is, again, like that theme of like destiny coming up, but it's not like quite the traditional idea of um, like, if you think of the like standard arc for a fantasy story, it's like there's a like an underdog hero who like, receives comes some kind of like prophecy or something um and then they they realize that they have to like accept their fate to become a hero um or like you know to find that hero within themselves um so it's kind of interesting here that they're saying like like the warriors never needed destiny at all so they're like kind of rejecting destiny um which is kind of an interesting idea and like it could be empowering in some ways mm-hmm. because you're saying like um you know like I'm not being guided by fate like I'm I'm taking control um like I'm not just like bobbing along like in the river of fate or whatever mm-hmm. um so it could be empowering in that way um but I also think it's like a very um like western driven viewpoint um mm-hmm. like global western I mean yeah um because I feel like a lot of Eastern cultures like have more of a more of a desire to like be part of fate and to like go with the flow of fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see how that would be empowering as well, because if you just kind of have a mindset of like, you know, um, like whatever is meant to be for me will happen. And like, there's yeah. nothing that I can do to mess it up. So I'm like, I can kind of see how both mindsets could be empowering for different people. Yeah. Um, or even for different situations. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was interesting because it's like such a fantasy, like themed album. And mm-hmm. typically like those kinds of stories really embrace that idea of destiny. And like that idea that like you can't run from destiny, that like you can't change it. Um, I mean, even in like, even in like Greek mythology and things like that, which is like Western culture. But um I feel like in modern times, we've kind of, like, rejected that idea mm-hmm. more so in favor of being, like, like, f- like feeling like we are in control or wanting to feel like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on all of that? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Well, I feel like at least, like, in the United States and I guess, like, most Western countries... Um, there is kind of this idea that like you want to take things into your own hands because like mm-hmm. um even like well I was kind of thinking like even in a religious aspect a lot of people over here are like 
um, some denomination of Christian, which I feel like really, like, emphasizes the fact that, like, God gave us free will and, like, um, it's, like, the choices you make through your life Mm -hmm. that decide if you get into heaven or hell. So it's, like, what happens to you and what is destined for you after your life here is, like, literally completely up to you. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, a gift that God has given you to leave it up to you. Mm -hmm. So I think it is definitely kind of ingrained, like, religiously and, like, the kind of, like, dominating (laughs) religion that is, like, exists in Western culture. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's kind of, like, my thought on that specifically. I did, um, I did have, like, a little bit, like, other thoughts about this song, too, unrelated, if it's okay to, like, go into that. Actually, I have one more thing I want to add because okay. um, I was like looking for a word in my brain and I just like put my hand on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other word that I was like trying to think of is individuality, which mm-hmm. is very much like um, another aspect of that whole like like that thing that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, like being prominent in Western society. Um, like individuality is a huge thing, like be yourself mm-hmm. and like um, like do what's best for you, even because, like, mm-hmm. we, we often have, like, that narrative about, like, well, like, my parents want me to do this, but, like, I know in my heart that I need to do this. And, mm-hmm. of course, everyone, like, here in America encourages you to, you know, like, you know, do what... Be your own person. Yeah. Like, do what... Like, follow your heart, not follow, be, like, somebody else's heart. Be better than everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's also an aspect of it, for sure. Like, yeah. um, you know, like, employee of the month. It's not, like, department yeah. of the month. It's Everything competition. Month. Yeah. between individuals yeah good Whereas... thing being better than everyone comes pretty easily to both of us <laughs> <laughs> that's very true <laughs> yeah um but whereas like in other cultures in the world like especially in like eastern um nations uh eastern cultures i should say there's more of an emphasis on like the like atmosphere of everyone together like the collective um, like collectivism rather than individualism yeah. and it's like you don't want to like rock the boat you want to like do what you can to make other people around you happy mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't know it's, it's it's just something that I find interesting yeah I like collectivism like not even just like maintaining harmony with other people but just with like everything like even things that aren't really like concrete or tangible in your environment just like I don't know I like it yeah, it's really interesting to read about, like, just all the different ways that, like, individualism versus collectivism impacts our societies really and cultures does. around the world. And, like, we just, we don't really think about it because, you know, it's like a, it's like a fish being in water, like, when you're, uh-huh. you're some immersed in a culture. So you don't, like, think uh-huh. about, like, well, well, what if it was different? Yeah, like, because it's just, like, how it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, what else did you want to say about this one? Um... Oh, I like that in this song. They say, I've always been worthy, mm-hmm. I know. Which is like big contrast from the, um, can someone tell me am I worthy? Yeah. And it's like, and now, like, they're like, what the hell? I always been, obviously. And like, I like that little, like, character arc they had. But also, like, I just like when there's consistency, like, <laughs> from mm-hmm. the beginning to, like, towards the end ish of the album so yeah i don't know i just liked that and i also like that they said by the nine because i think it's just 
like kind of silly because like, <laughs> of Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love when they use like like old English. It's so yes. funny. It's really um, silly. By the lines, we are fucking under attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the other part that I have written down as well. Mm-hmm. Like every time I get to that part in the song, I'm just like, it makes you just want to like scream along with the song. He's like, mm. I've always been worthy. I've always been worthy. Um, yeah. And it's also, uh, you kind of like mentioned this as well, but it's also a nice contrast um, with the other song. Because not only like is the narrator like sure of their like self-worth now, but they're also like not like looking to someone else to confirm it. Yeah. Um, because before it's like they were unsure about it, but they were also like, they were like, um, hey guys, like, am I worthy? Like, can somebody please just like say that I am? Yeah, like other people get to decide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like you pointed out, like they say, I know I've always been worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it doesn't matter like if other people think they are or not, like they know that they are. Yeah. Ugh, love that. Yeah. Um, track nine is The Saint Beyond the River. This is another like huge fan favorite, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like Glint and the Saint Beyond the River and oh, what was the other one? Maybe yeah, Glory Days. Those are like the three that I've seen a lot mentioned um, as fan favorites, um, mm-hmm. favorites among fans, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I really like this song, especially the melody of the chorus. Um, but I don't really have like many notes for it. The only lyric I wrote down was "Memories are brittle at their best," which is very true because like, mm-hmm. um, I mean literally like every memory that we have is like wrong (laughs) like we cannot like ever accurately remember something so crazy Um, yeah yeah but what did you think of the saint beyond the river um i thought it was cool i didn't have anything to say about it in my notes i literally wrote meow dot 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 nothing to say (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i definitely enjoy this song a lot i just don't think i like personally have a lot to say about it yeah um yeah, so track 10 is Silhouette. This is a ballad. This is the only ballad on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a nice, like, it feels nice to get to this point in the album. I mean, we've had nine tracks that are, like, it's pretty much, like, high speed for the entire time, other than, like, an occasional, like, slower passage. Um, so it's kind of nice to just have this little, like, room to take a breath. Although, I mean, like, there's still drums and everything, of course. Like, it's still a rock song, but it's mm-hmm. a lot slower. Um, and I think this song is really pretty, um, mm-hmm. but I've always been a fan of ballads. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would probably say this is their least favorite because they're like not really into the whole ballad thing. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved slower music. Um, yeah. And I really like the melody of this one as well. I like the part in the chorus. This burden consecrate a statue in my place to fade or fight through the final throes of my due. If I'm alive, then life I can't refuse. Mm-hmm. And then I also like if I ever lack, then who will carry on? Mm. facts yeah um (laughs) so this kind of feels like um a turning point in the album for me um Mm -hmm. not only because it is like the only slower song um but i think this is kind of like the final like triumph over like insecurity and everything Mm -hmm. because the last two songs are um more of like that like the fulfillment of the narrative arc Mm -hmm. um so i think this one is like kind of like um it's like that final battle against um, like internal insecurities and like mental illness and those kinds of things. Yeah, I feel like in the last couple of songs, they're kind of like just realizing like, no, yeah, like I'm like I got this, you know. 
Mm -hmm. like this is kind of the point where they're actually going to start like living it like they've realized it and accepted it and now they can actually go forward in life like with that Mm -hmm. mindset with them you know Mm -hmm. but yeah um did you have more to say about it no i do not okay um i wrote down like pretty ballad time yay yeah (laughs) so i also thought it was quite pretty um i also like that uh the contrast between when they say i'm a silhouette versus a silhouette that looks like me Mm -hmm. because i like just like the like contradictory thing there it's like at first they're identifying with the silhouette but then they say it's just something that looks like them yeah i just kind of liked that um i wrote down that there was really pretty voice quality Mm -hmm. and yeah that was all i wrote down for that one but yeah (laughs) yeah i think the vocals are really solid in this album yeah um which i think I like I definitely ballads often give the vocalist like more room to shine than like a faster mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, anyway, track 11 is still enough. This is like probably the shortest notes that I have. Um, the only thing I wrote down is that this one is kind of like the fulfillment of the journey for like self value, self love, self worth, all of those things. Um, but it's kind of like further explored and expounded upon in Avalon, the closing track. So I didn't really like. I didn't write down any particular quotes from still enough, um, mm-hmm. but it is, is nice. Like just the part where he's saying like, you know, I'm still enough. Um, mm-hmm. That's just a nice thought. And I definitely enjoy this song a lot. Um, I just don't have a whole lot to say about it. What about you? Um, I would pretty much agree. I think I just wrote down the line, trust that I've got strength inside because yeah, it's just like continuing that sort of like positive direction with the whole like believing in yourself thing Mm -hmm. but yeah i didn't have much else to say about it but it was pretty swag (laughs) it was pretty yolo rafflecopter honestly that (laughs) shit got yolo swag up the wazoo if i'm just keeping it real with you (laughs) (laughs) that's my album review Um, yeah literally (laughs) yeah um track 12 is avalon um and here is the quote that i mentioned earlier destiny is reserved for weaker souls um Mm. So they're like, this is probably the most straightforward like rejection of destiny in the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I mean, just the things that I mentioned before, kind of what I have written down here. Um, I won't go into all that again. Um, but there are a few quotes that I really like here. Uh, I am not afraid and I am not alone for I've still got my heart and an arm to fight my foes. Um, this one reminds me a lot of Ash from the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um because if you've ever seen that movie or like any of the movies um he has like so i believe it's in the first movie the first two movies are really similar like they kind of blend together because the second movie is like a partial remake of the first movie Mm -hmm. but then it like takes it in a different direction Mm -hmm. um so it might actually happen in both of the movies i can't remember um but basically like ash loses his hand at one point and Mm -hmm. then he literally like puts a chainsaw like in his like in the empty space where his arm was yes um and so it just reminds me of that um so ridiculous it's like freaking machine girl (laughs) yes exactly same vibe for sure um and i love stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and then also gotta yawn (laughs) i'll say um I also like break me apart. I'll grow stronger, more empowered every time. Yeah. And I'll explode here. I'll explode here. Mm-hmm. My heart so filled with light, which is just an interesting idea. It's like, 
it's like a positive explosion, which is just like an interesting <laughs> visual. Yeah. It's like Sailor Moon or something. Aww. Yeah. Um, and then the last quote that I have, um, this is like basically a whole stanza. Um, it's the last part of the song. Age, each beat a spark of time, kindling the majesty behind my eyes. Know my worth, and those stars shines the engine of my heart. So come, storm of life, rage within these gates of mine, that I might live my whole life truly alive. Which is like, ugh, I get chills reading that last line. Because um, it's just such a nice like affirmation of everything that they, the character has been through and like the the emotional journey there. Um, like they are now like fully prepared to face like whatever comes ahead um, mm-hmm. and they're knowing like there will still be challenges um, but they're like vowing to live like the fullest life that they can and to not like hold themselves back anymore which is mm-hmm. just really sweet yeah I like mm-hmm. that um, what did you think of this one um, I really like the sound of like how it starts and everything I it sounds like so 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 fantasy video gamey Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of isekai anime, which is like um, that like subgenre of anime where basically like the characters will get like transported to some like fantasy or like video game world and they have to like or like a virtual world type thing like sort out online or um, what's that one called? It's like in another world through my smartphone or something like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it reminded me of those kind of animes so much. Like, I actually listened to the fucking Sword Art Online opening after that because it, like, just brought, like, those innocent times of me being, like, 12 and being so into that kind of anime, like, mm-hmm. to mind. Um, cannot say Sword Art Online is a good anime, but at the, I was 12, okay. <laughs> um, and, um, I also liked the very, like, I think it's the last line that just says, that I might live my whole life truly alive, which I think was just a really sweet sentiment to end it on. And I thought it was just like a great, like super magical wrap up to the album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the album. Um, did you have, I think you already mentioned, but did you want to like, just say again, like your like, you know, however many favorites, like one to one or three, one or two, one or three. <laughs> um, I'll do two. Thanks. <laughs> um i'll do I, none thanks um actually i don't have any favorites <laughs> no um, i really liked which one was it let's see fuck <laughs> i'm like struggling to find where in my notes i wrote it down mm, oh 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 oak and ash right that one yes yeah. ash and oak. Uh, <laughs> that one and also <laughs> Um, Avalon. I think those are my two favorites. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you? <laughs> um, I'll do three. So my number one is definitely Oak and Ash. Uh, I'll say Until the Fires Die for two. And then I think I'll say Glory Days for three. Mm. Um, and then actually I'm going to list the fourth one. I want to say Silhouette just because I feel like it doesn't get enough love because it is a ballad. But I love it for that reason. So yeah. I would urge everyone, like, if maybe you listen to it and your eyes kind of glossed over, like, go back and listen to it on its own. Yeah. Um, or maybe just, like, listen to, like, you know, the couple tracks around it. Yeah. And hear, like, how it fits in the narrative and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm like, just give it another chance. It's such a good song. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, listen to the one before it and then it and then the one after it. And that'd be 
pretty swag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, but really, I love all of the songs on here. Um, the only one that doesn't really, like, particularly stand out to me is Atlas, which is the second track. Um, but it's not like, I don't, like, dislike it when it's on. It's just that I think I need to spend more time with it and, like, figure out, like, what's special about it. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's like, not standing out to me at the moment. Um, but, yeah, really yeah. solid album. So if you're interested in power metal... Uh, if you like it already, or if you think you might, or if you want to give it a try, I would definitely check this album out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other um, comments you want to add? I think I'm, like, all out of thoughts at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh out of thoughts for today. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, with that, then, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, thank you, as always, to the lovely Everett for joining me. Yes, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Um, and thank you to everyone who listened. Um, do you like have an idea? Um, do you want to announce like what our next one will be, or <gasps> do you want to wait? I need to think about it. <laughs> okay. All right. So stay tuned to Twitter. Then um, I'll try to remember to post about it once we have figured it out. Yes, our um, audience will remain ladies in waiting. Yes, <laughs> as we all should. Yeah. Yeah, so this one will be coming out a week from today, the 17th. And then the next episode after that will be September 7th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Everett, for joining me. And this has been Pass the Ox. Bye! <laughs> you can have your ox back now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.